Georgia, Buffalo, New York, New Orleans, Louisiana, Houston, Texas, Indianapolis, Indiana, Topeka, Kansas, Detroit, Mississippi, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Orlando, Florida, Detroit, Michigan, Delta, Denver, Colorado, Memphis, Tennessee, and Kansas, Missouri, home of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome to Lunch with Missouri by Team Accomplish for a brand new year, June, January, I would say June, January the, the 6th, 2024. My name is Al Fox, your host, and created along with Elder Alan Lowes. Elder Lowes, how you doing, sir? Fine. How's the family doing? Fine. That's good, that's good. And, and Scott, how you doing, sir? Too blessed to be distressed, sir. Well, I'm mean, sure how many young kids your Santa Claus make, make happy this year? Oh, at least a thousand. So that was a good oh thing. Oh, my God. That's, 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 that, that was a, a smile on a lot of faces, Scott. I'm sure yeah. it was. <laughs> you was busy, wasn't you? I was busy. <laughs> I was busy. Yeah, my wife came out. White came out. The real all came out. You know, uh, and said, "Hey, Scott, I was a busy." He said, "He's busy over there." <laughs> yep, sir. Well, we be joined later by uh, Chucky Bowl, but we are broadcasting live on Ferguson USA Hot Talk Radio dot com from beautiful Ferguson, from beautiful, uh, what's it, Ferguson, Missouri. Not true, but beautiful Woodson Terrace in North, North, North County. In this county and also from North St. Louis City in all of Missouri. Uh, we're broadcasting on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday, I mean, Saturday. Snowy Saturday in St. Louis, snow fell last night. So I'm still on the ground. And we're so happy that you joined us for the first first show of the 19. You know, my, my, my day is all, my year is all screwed around. Let me back up. But 2024, Happy New Year's to everyone. And may you have a prosperous New Year and a safe new year. And now we're about to have our prayer to get this out on the right page. <clears throat> Reveal the album miles with the pastor of the Walnut Park Bible Chapel Church. Located in North St. Louis at 5574 Miller Avenue. Uh, 5547. I turned it around around 5547 Miller Avenue. That's in North St. Louis at St. Louis, Missouri at 63120. And Today's prayer will be with Elder Alan Lyles, Pastor of the Court, Mount Cemetery, at 5577 Midland Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 6120. And also, not only do we get a prayer, we also get our lesson with Elder Lyles, Pastor of the Court, Mount Cemetery, at 5547 Midland Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 6120. Elder Lyles, welcome back for the new year, sir. Same here. Glad to be back. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Lord. Keep me out of harm's way. Yes. And a lot of us. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> yes. This yes. is the greatest thing that ever happened in the universe. The gospel. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because without the gospel. Couldn't nothing else exist. <laughs> yes, sir. And we're going to start in uh, John. The third I chapter of John. Now, you all too. We need to get our prayer. I said we're going to start, but I'm going to say the prayer. Okay, okay, okay. I just said, you I can't, 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 can't drown on me. 
I just said we go. Let's bow our heads. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning. You didn't have to, but you did. Yes. We thank you for a great salvation, how that Christ died for our sin, was buried, and rose again. By continuing believing to the saving of the soul, continue to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. And Heavenly Father, we think we're already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And our name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. And Heavenly Father, we ask that we have a wonderful fellowship with you this afternoon. And going over this wonderful gospel in Jesus' most precious name. And bless the sick in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir, for the beautiful prayer. And like I said, welcome to a brand new year. Thank you, sir. Uh, we're going to start with the third chapter of John. St. John, third chapter. D. D John. Yep. St. John. St. John. Uh, I started with uh, verse 15. Okay. It said, That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Talking about Jesus Christ, our Lord, his uh-huh. death, his burial, and his resurrection. Uh-huh. He can come back right back strong with it. The gospel is the most important thing that ever could have happened in this universe. This was this is bringing man back to God. Yes, sir. It said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now we go back to the 16th verse. Out of the 16th verse, you can get the gospel out that scripture. The G-O in God, the S in the soul, the P in parish, the E in everlasting, So that's G-O-S-P-E-L, and life everlasting. That's a that's in the 16th verse of third chapter of John. Okay. Now we're gonna go to First Corinthians 15. The message is all over the Bible. This is bibliology, the man of God. In, in First Corinthians 15 chapter, it said, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And he was he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. Now 
I'm going to Second Corinthians. Every, everything is pointing to the gospel. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and verse starting with verse number four, with verse one. The ministry in this honesty. See, the gospel is the ministry of people getting saved before it's ever too late. It said, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but has but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftness, nor having the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. That's why most people don't know how to go to heaven. Because they don't they don't they don't know the gospel. The gospel is what gets you to heaven. That's the plan of salvation that God used to bring man back to him. It's to breathe, believe this wonderful gospel. How that Christ died for your sin, was buried and rose again. I continue to believe until the saving of the soul continues to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. And see, the gospel is hindering them that are lost. That's what the scripture says. It said, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom, why are they lost? Because the God of this world, which is Satan and his, Satan and his demons, had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts. So give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not dispersed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of all of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. In a way, in other words, you can die any time, but just don't die without Christ. Amen. Because you die with Christ or go to sleep with Christ, heaven is your home before you sleep and after you sleep. And you answer from the body and present with the Lord. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then, when working in us, 
So then death working in us, but life in you. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written. I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing he which raised up the Lord Jesus should raise up us also by Jesus and should present us with you. For all things are for your sake, that the abundant grace might do the thanksgiving of many down to the glory of God. Which faint not, but though our outward man perish, Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Y'all know when it when that outward man parents get in the shower and in the bathtub. <laughs> For which cause we think not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That's why you continue to grow in grace and the knowledge of the truth by continuing to walk by faith and not by sight. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So, believe the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, wherever you had, you pass from death unto life before you sleep and after you sleep. In Jesus' most precious name, and continue to bless all the people, continue to hear this wonderful gospel. Amen. Wow, Rev, that is a, a beautiful message that's going off the brand new year. And uh, you know that... Uh, and it's so simple. It's right in front of my very eyes. You know what I'm saying? Amen. You know, and, and you know, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of people think. Uh, you know, that's the thing about. I guess we think too much sometimes. That means something we can say we are. It's because we think this, we think that, and unfortunately, we always wrong. We <laughs> think this, we think that. Yes, sir. Definitely, no one righteous. No, not one. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yes, sir. We can't even think good or right. We think we can know the difference between right and wrong. We don't know nothing unless God is in it and guiding and leading us by the new birth. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, uh, one, one of the things that uh, as, we, as, we, as we go into the uh, Another brand new year, 2024. Uh, you know, there had been a thing about, you know, was Christ born? But the thing that people seem to forget is that when we said 2024, when we said 2023, 2019, whatever year, <clears throat> that was all sort of on the day that Christ was born. So every day, you know, the Bible has been fulfilled. When we saw that very day, when we said it's 2024. 20, Amen. So, so, I mean, that's you know, we, we know, uh, before Christ, after Christ, and all that stuff, you know. And But I say it again, the Bible goes back all those years. Yes, sir. And the New Testament has started, started a whole new, a whole, a whole new lifestyle. 
Amen. That we all that we all long to have. I wish that we could have. In, in, in the Old Testament, the, the, the kingdom was come, and that was Jesus Christ being manifested in the flesh to go to Calvary's cross, to die for your sins, and bury and rose again. That's the beginning of the kingdom. And then it goes on, and he's he went to heaven. Mm-hmm. He was he was uh, crucified. That's yes. why that's why it's so important to remember the gospel. It's the gospel that saved, and nothing else. Yes, you must believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and believe it that you pass from death into life before you sleep and after you sleep. Because when he when you believe, he quickened you and changed your life immediately. You ain't got to be tired and all this. Thank you, Jesus. You ain't got to do none of that. Just believe by faith. Faith is the something of things hoped for, and evidence of things not seen. Just believe when you hear this wonderful gospel, and you'll be forever saved. And you won't yes, go to hell. You yes, go to hell. Yes, yes. Yes. You know. You know. You know. Rev. Um, the other night. Um, you know, I, I text my kids, you know, a, you know, a passage every night, you know what I'm saying? And uh, last, uh, this, this week I texted one, and I know you're familiar with, I think it's Hebrews 11 chapter, okay? And it tells you about all the ways faith that has saved our lives. It's it's around. It's you know, and, uh, and, and, it, and it's, it's so clear that all through, through our lives, okay, if we just that our faith, but have faith, okay? You know, it's in the power of faith, okay? And by faith, you know, Abraham offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. It said, but without faith, it is impossible to be, to be pleased. You know, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Amen. And, and for those not, I'm just keeping track there, that's not, um, Hebrews 11. And it just tells you about faith and, and how fortunate we are to be able to have faith, you know what I'm saying? Amen. But, uh, Rem, uh, I think we just want to thank you again for waking our eyes up, you know, waking up our minds up, you know, and just thanking us for seeing a brand new year. And I just thank God for just being able to be here
back to lunch, which I'm sure like Tim Conway's on a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, afternoon, uh, you know, in a brand new year, 2024. My name is Alfred, this guy, this real, join us soon. But uh, uh, first of all, we got to do a little history lessons here. As we go into this, you know, this new year, just so happens, we have a stumble anniversary here of the six years since we had a uh, 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 ride on our government in Washington, D.C. that uh, on January the 6th, we forever, ever remember in our history. But we're going to uh, let that be talked about later on in the program. But if we start the show here, you know, we find ourselves again doing the same thing over as we did last year. And right now, uh, we are uh, in the middle, in the middle of the wintertime COVID-19 waves. So what that means is that uh, the COVID-19 is back again, did not go anywhere, just had to continue changing. Well, I guess COVID is like the devil, okay? It can change it, change your masses, okay? Coming back in different forms, okay? Mm-hmm. This is this time is driven by the gathering, by the holiday gatherings and stuff. You know, people got together, you know, didn't have their face masks on, and also spending, spending more time inside. Uh, this has been a very warm, warm winter so far, a matter of fact. Uh, uh, we have had one of the warmest, second warmest years in, in our lifetime, so that some people we know we're not out and about. Uh, they just enjoying the, enjoying the, the weather. And so, uh, and so it was unfortunate that meant that uh, our, our uh, waning immunity from the low uptake, you know, and not many people were getting vaccines. And that was a, that was not a, a good thing. So right now we have an uptake in a new COVID-19 virus, and it's a highly new infectious variant. It's called G, I'm sorry, JN.1. So if you ask what's going on right now, it's a new variant. It's called GN, what's it not, JNJ, J is in John. N is in Nancy, dot one. JN dot one. So that's why COVID has a new new mask on now. Okay. It's called JN dot one. So but that means, okay, unfortunately, uh, uh, we don't see the numbers of uh, cases that, as we saw in years gone by because the, the hospitals and the government now is not requiring that hospitals report them and then show and then show on TV, uh, you know, in your newspaper or where you maybe you can use that. They don't keep track of that and, and publicize it like they did before. So we don't have like a good reporting system right now. But a lot of hospitals, right? You know, uh, right now you go into them and they say, you know, put on your face mask again. And I know here in St. Louis we had a brief, brief, brief uh, thing that uh, the city wanted us to work more requirement masses that we got a call from the governor saying he was against it. And so, so again, uh, we found that in Missouri that we had some of the lowest uh, vaccine rates in the whole country. Oh. And so, yes, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. So we saying, please continue to wash your hands and wear your face mask. Now, right now, if you're seniors like I am and Rev, you know, not, not the Scott and young chicken himself, we ask you to please continue to wear your face mask. And when you go out some, uh, when you can't social distance, because you go places right now, people are sneezing like crazy, you know, and it's real. Uh, they don't have no consideration. 
at all. They just coughing. They don't have no type of consideration at all. They all the care of masks. They know when they came in the place, they was sick and had a cough and stuff. They should wear their masks too. Yeah, yeah, well, I know one thing for sure. When I go, and I don't care where we go, we wear our masks. You know, and, 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 and people sometimes look at us, and, but you know something? I could care less. I want to make sure that I say, I mean, COVID free. I mean, that's how they look. They, they look all they want them. You need to protect yourself against these bacteria and this infectious uh, virus. It's very effective. Yeah, well, right now, people that are saying it's JN.1. That's the new one, okay? Matter of fact, uh, this next week, okay, this, uh, they got this new vaccine, vaccine up at OVS. I'm not sure exactly what it means, uh, but it's respiratory, and so not taking any chances. Uh, we may get out back, get the vaccination for that also, because again, uh, most cases you get your vac- the vaccinations are free in most cases. Okay, go to health department. So don't take any chances. For your life, you say maybe your own. And also, uh, last year we had a, a total of uh, 39 mass shootings. Now you know a figure. We just said we just said people died, but there were 39 mass shootings that took place last year not counting the victims okay and in in 2024 already we have had seven mass shootings and this is only the sixth day of the year so we're going in the wrong direction and among the uh, among the shooting there was, was our, our our teenager who killed himself along with you know another person in, in school uh now here's a kid 17 years old Cannot get a gun, so by law, but yes, he has a gun. And I guess the only good side is okay, he didn't have a, uh, what you call one of those uh, RK-47s, uh, all he could have access was a pistol, but he was able to do a lot of damage in that he killed. So uh, a young, another young person that and they didn't even have a, and so his life, okay, so we actually, please, 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 be careful where you put the guns at, guns up in right in your house, you know. And also, uh, there's also there's so many, uh, there's too many guns in the wrong hands. And unfortunately, uh, our Congress has failed to uh, pass any laws that will kind of, you know, a mandate, a demand that you know we uh, uh, use common sense, you know, which is kind of registering your your firearms. We got different states doing that right now, but right now. Uh, uh, we want to uh, ask your congressman, you know, enjoy uh, President Biden, and, and asking that they get some new laws dealing with the uh, dealing with, with these guns. And also, there may be a, a, a change. Because right now, one of the number one lobbyist groups uh, for handguns has been the National Rifle Association of America. And I say maybe a change of over 30 years, uh, a gentleman named Wayne uh, LaFear. Uh, uh, has led to the fight against uh, guns, you know, for guns, not for guns, against for guns, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the country. And I mean, by going to Congress, you know, by you know, providing, you know, uh, donations, uh, you know, trips, and a whole lot of things they do as lobbyists. Well, just the other day, uh, yesterday, matter of fact, uh, he decided to resign as the head of the NRA. 
And uh, so now uh, we're going to see how how this uh, works out. Now, you say he died for health reasons. He's not died. I'm saying you know, he resigned for health reasons. Well, that's what he said. But on Monday, he goes to court in, in the state of New York for the New York Supreme Court. Uh, he's been charged, uh, you know, uh, in a lawsuit filed by Letitia James, who's the attorney general for the state of New York. Uh, she filed a petition, a lawsuit, I should say, that dissolved the NRA uh, back in 2020, 2020, saying that the organization violated the laws for nonprofit groups, committed tax fraud, and took millions of prisoner use. And so right now, the uh, the case starts in court on Monday, and and this, and this week, matter of fact, uh, Mr. Fair was in con was in in in, in, uh, in, uh, in court uh, for them. Uh, they chose the jury, so this is going to be very interesting to see how this how it actually plays out. But right now, we're going to see how this you know, but we actually would know again. Continue to remind your congressmen, your senators, please, please, let's get these guns off the street. Too many guns. We have more guns than any 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 country in the in the in the world. Man, they got more guns, more guns. Matter of fact, some armies they got don't they have many to And also, the United uh, Supreme Court uh, decided just yesterday. Take up the case of the former president, uh, Sam Weather, former president Donald Trump, is eligible to appear on the uh, Colorado Republican primary ballot. Now, this is not on the general election ballot, this is only on the primary ballot for Republicans. Now, this suit was filed by a group of Colorado Republicans, you know, who felt that uh, the law from the, uh, from the Constitution prohibited him from running. As the president, because of, of the insurrection that took place on this day in 2021. Now, also uh, in Illinois, they also have now started the process. Okay, they have President Trump, President Moore from the uh, from their Republican ballot, along with Colorado and also Cedar Maine, and there have been a whole lot of other states. So right now, the Supreme Court is going to step in here and make a decision because. This is a good thing for them to step in because right now you got so many different states having different different scenarios by, by which they decide who what's these on what's on their ballot. So this may be some kind of you know uh, understanding how everybody's going to do this all in unison. So that's going to be, be a good thing for the country, and also be a kind of interesting for the Supreme Court how this goes. And also yesterday. Uh, uh, for the first time, the election season for 2024 is actually yeah, sort of uh, uh, President Joe Biden gave a speech uh, yesterday, uh, and he gave a speech uh, he was in, in a place called, uh, 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 you know, this is interesting, uh, it was in a place called Bluebell, Pennsylvania. And in the speech, okay, uh, President Joe Biden gave a speech warning that Donald Trump's Effort to retake the White House in 2024 posed a grave threat to our country in many, many ways. And, he, and this is the day before the third anniversary of the riot, riot, riot at the United States Capitol. Uh, by on that day, uh, former President 
Donald Trump supporters aiming to take to keep him in power once overthrows our government. And right now, uh, uh, you know, uh, we have had more lawsuits. We have had more different discussions about what is right and what is wrong. And also speaking from down, uh, uh, speaking near uh, Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, this is where George Washington you know, across the river is up. And the Continental uh, Army spent a cold, bleak winter in 250 years ago fighting, fighting for, our, you know, for the, you know, our country. And, and right now, we just get a loss our country three years ago. So again, we ask you, please, please, get registered to vote. Uh, I won't get into all the different races that's going on now, but one of the main things that uh, we need to keep an eye on is that uh, that Congress has duties to do, like we all have duties. And we elect them to office, and one of the main things they're supposed to do is pass 12 bills uh, uh, you know, that actually runs the government. And so far, in the year 2023, our Congress and the House of Representatives passed less bills than any House of Representatives have in our entire history. And as we start a new year, it seems as though we're going on that same path all over again. And so now we ask our Congress, okay, to start passing those bills. And uh, one of the things that, that you're going to hear a lot about starting very soon, and uh, probably starting again next week, okay, is that, uh, that, uh, that we have to, we have to, this is going to pop up, no surprise, that right now uh, uh, we have facing serious problems in less than a month a government shutdown. Hate to hear the words, a government shutdown. Now, this can be avoided if law, you know, if lawmakers with it. In the House, all bills have to start through them. And so far, the House representatives does not have this on their agenda. You know, they do not have this in their, in their you know, in their, in, you know, to know, their preview to pass any of those 12 bills. And in those bills, uh, it, it includes uh, well, how much money our government gets, how much money goes to all our different departments that, that, that that's called humanities of America. And, and but now there's a good side to this, to this agreement, okay, that was, that was cut last year. Now, when they, when, when, uh, when the, uh, when, uh, uh, when, uh, President Biden and when, when uh, former Speaker of the House, uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, uh, cut a deal. Now, this is something that we need to all keep watch up here. Just this past week, our national debt is $34 trillion. That's $34 trillion. Now, at this point, the White House and Republican lawmakers reached a deal last June. This was last June when Kevin McCarthy was the Speaker of the House. And when one reason he got kicked out of office also. But during that time, you know, they reached a deal last June to temporarily lift the national debt limit. And this agreement they cut, okay, goes through January 2025. So right now, 
is not as, as hard and desperate as it can be. That means that, that the, the Republicans in the House have to agree to extend that, that agreement, okay, and make sure that our government continues to function while they go back to the drawing board and pass those 12 bills that make our government continue, continue to function. So right now, uh, uh, be you a Democrat or be you Republican, please get in contact with your congressman and ask them right now to please go to work. Don't do time to win no impeachments. Uh, don't, don't grant them before the cameras. Let's take care of our public. And that's real simple to do. Pass bills, 12 of them. And then once they've done that, we will all can take a breather. And right now, uh, one of the main things that's on the, that need to be addressed is the, uh, what's going on over in Israel and, and, and on the Gaza Strip there, and that's just a, a, a mess going on there. I think one of the things that uh, we as Americans must understand that uh, we are the ones supplying all the missiles, all the ammunition, okay, that Israel is using there. And I think at some point, uh, the amount of deaths has been taking place there. That, and, and I think once we do our history and go back and reflect on how what took place on October 7th could have been avoided because as you report over a year in advance that this is going to take place. And so, but the Netanyahu government didn't take it seriously. And another thing that's going to come out that that uh, usually was depend a mosque over a million dollars a year, every year. I mean, it's all the Yes, sir. Uh, we we have to keep these things before God. The yes. law, even though that happened, the law still is in control. Yes, sir. See, God is in control of this. He said he plucked up and plucked down. And uh, yes. we just run around in it. I don't care what you say, what I'm saying, but what? If God intervenes, it's going to be according to his plan and nobody else. So, people, keep your faith in the Lord, keep praying, and everything going to be all right. Yes, sir. You know, Ray, one of the things that uh, all through the Old Testament, the, you continue to hear God saying that 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 that, 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 that Israel is a stiff-necked person. There are people that are stubborn, okay. And right now we just pray, prayers up, blessings down for all yeah. the people that all the people that's you know, been displaced, all the young people that's you know, uh, losing their lives. And we just pray, Heavenly Father, that you know that you know, not only do we look at what takes place over in the Middle East, in the Middle East there, but also what's taking place over in Ukraine. And see, all these bills right now should have been taken care of in Congress. Amen. And so right, so right now, I'm good that right now, uh, you know, I would say this, you know, uh, you know, Republicans right now want to shut down the government to make a point. Because right now, you got a lot of uh, congressmen now who are Republicans are now stepping down because they do not like the way things are taking, running, running there. The, the way they handle their business. It's not, not being professional like we, we, we've been accustomed to. But uh, but not only, uh, you know, it's all politics stores local. Well, one of the good things I can say about our governor here in the state of Missouri, Governor Foster, 
uh, he most recently uh, signed, you know, uh, put a limit, I should say, on how much land a foreign an individual or business so can you know, deem a, if they've been an adversary against our federal, our federal government, you cannot be buying land in the state of Missouri, especially if it's close to a military base in any type. You know, because right now Missouri got a lot of land. Farmers are losing the farmers around the country, and not just in Missouri. They're having a bad year because there have been droughts, you know, and, and also, you know, uh, that's not good. But right now, uh, they are banned from purchasing farmland within 10 mile radius of a critical military facility under a new rule uh, signed by Governor Parson. And also, uh, we need to also be praying for the people in Japan, where just uh, last Monday, uh, they had a seven, oh my God, they had an earthquake that, uh, that was 7.6 earthquake. Uh, and, and this was a good thing. It wasn't in, in a major city. It was in a city called uh, Noto, which is about 185 miles from uh, Tokyo, which is on the other side of the coast there. But uh, the so for the death toll had been as low because it wasn't, you know, those a lot of tall buildings, about 100 people had so far have been, you know, have been uh, killed so far. And there's more survivors so are being killed from the rubble. And thank God, almost a, a, you know, a week later, people are still being found alive. You know what I'm saying? And this is this is a very good thing. And also, they you know that they're fighting the aftershocks. And the good thing about this was it felt it might have been a, 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 a tsunami where the, the water come out and, like it did when another hurricane hit. You know, hurricane had years ago where they just came aboard with a big wave. But this time, no waves hit the coast. Which is a good thing. Now, also, the Bible says you were here earthquakes. Well, guess what? We had a small earthquake take place in our own country. And I've been talking a lot about it, okay? It was a 2.3 magnitude earthquake, shook the Maryland suburbs of Washington, D.C. So we're just right up, the, right, right up there, okay? So again, we ask you to you know, please you know, pray for those people. And also, while Japan have their problem, a, a large patch of plane. Before 379 people collided with a small Coast Guard plane with, with, with five people. The good part about this is that good. The largest passenger, they were able to get off the plane, all 379 of them survived, but the people on the small Coast Guard plane, all five of them died. So now the investigation is underway to see what caused that. And so again, prayers, prayers right now for, the, uh, for Japan. They, they, they have what they want, but we actually continue to pray for them. And also, uh, you know, this is something that's been going on for a number of years now. Uh, uh, E-cigarettes, you know, has been deemed not good for our young people. Matter of fact, one in 10 teens, you know, and adolescents, okay, you know, are uh, 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 using these things. And they have found now that uh, they've been coming in to uh, U.S. imports. I have found millions, millions of these things coming in from China. You know, and this underscores, you know, the Kiai state of other nations, seven million, seven billion vaping market. That's a lot of people. In a way, Chris, how the United States government can stop the flow of these of these cigarettes, e-cigarettes into our country. So that's not a good thing. And another thing that you read a lot about in the last couple of weeks here 
has been uh, the whole university president, uh, first black female president in their history, Harding Gay, uh, uh, Redan Susie, Amir, accusation of plagiarism uh, years and years ago. And also, this was this story in, 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 a, in a congressional hearing where, uh, where, where she and two other uh, president of universities were uh, asked a question about uh, about uh, what she was unable to say. I mean, people they called on campus for the genocide of Jews would violate the school conduct conduct policy. Well, first of all, that's not a rule that she made. She had to know uh, back up what what you know what the university board of directors said how to do. But uh, but. Again, this is something that that, that, that that has taken off on its own, and right now uh, she has stepped down, uh, but she will continue working at the university. And also, this is not going has not gone away, has not gone away, has not gone away. Okay, because right now, it's uh, Reverend Al Sharpton, who the National Action Network had a protest outside of Bill Ackerman's office. And he's a Harvard alumni who represents a campaign against President Gay's resignation and his criticism of DEI. Now, if you're going through the new year, I should do one small thing. Okay? Do your research and look up and find out what does DEI mean. Okay, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It refers to organization framework that seeks to promote the fair and full preparation of participation of all people. So right now here in the state of Missouri, uh, singles I said, uh, uh, the figures are saying that carjacking and murders are continuing to decrease. We did some good news. And so on that note, you listen to Frigates in USA, hotfowler.com. And also the good news for the state of Missouri, uh, right before uh, last week, at the, Super, at, the, at the Cotton Bowl, Missouri beat Ohio State 14-3. So on that note, a happy note, Listen to Frigerton USA hottopia.com on a beautiful show afternoon. My name is Al Protest Scott. And that's real, man. We get right back right there. Just together. Welcome back to the Lunch with the Blue Light Channel Comrades on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. 
January the 6th, a brand new year. Thank you. We hope you have a prosperous and safe new year as we go into it. So this starting the year off, we have one of my very good friends, my mentor, and a, a good host family friend, Mr. Larry Williams. He's a longtime treasurer for the city of Santa. He's now retired. But while at the trigger at the city of St. Louis, uh, he became known worldwide. He's going to talk about it. He's a good old country boy. But, uh, but anyway, Larry, we welcome again to the program. How you doing, sir? Well, I'm hanging in there. I'm going to try a little something on this phone in a minute. Can you hear me okay, now? Yeah. Yes, sir. Right, I'm, trying, I'm trying a little something different because there's some static on it. Listen, thanks so much for the introduction. So how are you doing? I'm blessed, Larry. You know, I'm blessed. You know, uh, Red is good, Scott's well, and you know, and Chuck is well, and and we all happy to have a, a make a brand new year. Okay, and I just thank you for being a part of part of our first show of the year. Yeah. Hey, hey man, you talking loud and coming through clear. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I tell you, my man, uh, as long as you wake up every morning, you're in good shape. Yes, sir. You're in for a good day. Hey, there used to be another saying that I already used to say, as long as I don't see my name in the obituaries, I'm okay. Okay, now Larry, I, I guess, you know, I was just speaking about some of the great things. I usually do a great thing that you did, okay, at the treasurer. And, you know, a lot of times people forget what a person does once they out, they, you know, they out of the, you know, the limelight. But something that you did, Larry, that lives on, okay, and I have to, I have to bring those up. One of the things, okay, that you go to City Hall, you know, this is the parking lot down there at City Hall, you build that while you use a treasurer. And you also build a, a couple of garages while you use a treasurer. Well, I, I think we kind of have to go back and, and uh, set the clock a little bit if we want to compare them to uh, what's happening in the world today. Yeah, oh we've done a lot of things, but in my day in politics, when I come along, politics was about serving the community, and mm -hmm. it was about employment, it was about economic opportunities, and, and mm -hmm. finding jobs and things like that for people. Today, mm -hmm. they're still talking about economic opportunities, but I don't see a lot of people preparing for those opportunities. When I went into office, the uh, treasurer's office, including the, see, you know, there are two, de two departments there. There is the Treasury Department, and then there's the Parking Meter Department, and mm -hmm. all of this was created by the state of Missouri, not necessarily by the city of St. Louis, even though the Treasurer performed certain city, city functions. What mm -hmm. happened when I went in, we had a total of 30 employees, and I mm -hmm. was able to change it with uh, the idea of providing jobs, as I said a moment ago, and I mm -hmm. increased it up to where we had over 200 people between the two departments working for us at one time. And I thought that was kind of a decent accomplishment for people who need to pay their bills. And I would always tell people, look, the, the government doesn't pay a lot of money, but, whatever, but, but you can always count on this. Some money is better than no money. And so we operated on that theory. So when we began to get a little surplus, we tried to do some things that would create jobs. Now the thing you mentioned about the garages and various other things, each and every time we built a garage, everybody made money. The city made money because we had commercial space there, 
business people went in and occupied the space. They bought the licenses. They paid the 5% gross receipt tax. They paid all the other taxes. City made money. Then the city got 40% of what we made. We take we yeah. took our surplus money. We built more garages because each time we built a garage or a parking lot or we did something yeah. in the community, that created additional jobs for the future. I don't see a lot of that going on today. So that's basically the difference of what I see between my time in office and, and uh, today's operations. Although I don't criticize people who are there because they're doing what they think is best. Well, Larry, Larry, let me ask you this question, okay? You know, you, you hit on something that, uh, that, uh, that I always felt that whoever came along behind me should kind of, uh, you know, kind of leave something for a legacy. Now, now, in your case, you built a garage that's still fucking in the Central West End over on Euclid, okay? That's still in that community right now, every day, Central West End. You know, and, and you get the one that got out. Well, that gets that kind of gets to my comment where I said I don't criticize people who are in office today because they're doing what they think is best for the time in which they're living in. And, of course, it's going to be the public that's going to judge them. It's not going to be me, and I'm not going to judge them. Yes, we built projects, and, uh, and during the time that uh, we built a lot of these things, I'm glad to say that I had a background in finance and management and development because our, I um, had worked in finance. I had been a personnel director before that. I had been with Norm in the school district. I had a real estate broker's license. I had an insurance broker's license. And I've been involved in finances. So when we went in, uh, I got together with a friend of mine, African-American, who was running things in San Francisco. And I kind of copied off of him and a guy here in St. Louis that you remember called Charlie Ferris, who ran the housing authority. And yes. the way they made things work is that they didn't go out and try to make each project uh, a winner from day one. They went out and created a pool of money, and they went to the bondholders and the underwriters and said, hey, we don't want you looking at these individual uh, things that we're building as if each one of them should be profitable. We want you to look at our pool of money to see if our pool of money can finance all these things. And that's uh, what made it successful. And we had a AAA bond rating when I left, and uh, we left a surplus of money. When I started all of this, the maximum amount of money that was being taken in by the city for oh, I guess for 20 years in the parking division was about $350,000 a year. When I retired, the parking division was taking in around $16 million a year. So that just shows you where we went from 350000 up to $16 million by using the pool system. Nobody's using that anymore. Okay, now then that's another question. If I recall, you know, you came by my office, you know, it's a TV station, we had that, you know, uh, TV. And uh, you had just uh, got some, you had been recognized in Japan, if you remember, Japan that you were recognized for your system with the parking meter. Tell us a little bit about that. I, I missed a part of that, Ira, as I said. This is okay, well, well, okay. When you were, well, what happened was you, were, you had been abroad, I think I was there with Japan, but they gave you some recognition of how you used the parking meters there 
I heard the parking meter part of it. Um, okay, in Japan, was it was in China, was in was in Japan, where they gave us a recognition. Yeah, and they, and we had made a tape about about why you what you was over there. We uh, we still got got a kind of a bad connection here. So okay, okay. Well, we we skip that there. But I but I, I'm gonna come back to it. It was recognizable that. You got international recognition of him for your work in, in the project. Let me uh, t- tell you what, Ira. Let, let me get back to you on another line. See if I can improve this communication. I hear, I hear what you're saying, but you, it breaks up a little bit. Let me call you right back, okay? Okay, no problem. No problem. Shot. Let's take a small break. We'll be right back. This is British and USA. Talkaudio.com. about 
parking and do it with a pool concept and uh, not um, expect each and every facility that we built to be a profit maker from day one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what that's called investing in your future. Yeah, and we did receive, and we did receive some awards for what we did, and it's uh, hadn't been talked about very much, but in uh, 2008, I, I received from when Francis Slay was the mayor, uh, the, uh, the Office of Economic Development here in the city presented me with uh, what they call the Developer of the Year's Award in 2008. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, you know, Francis, so he got appointed to a commission by the governor also. We'll yeah, I saw that. The governor's put him on the transportation. Now, that that's a good spot to be if he's uh, still uh, interested in helping the city in this particular area. There's a lot of money that's being spent on the highway these days. Well, well I know. Yeah, it's part of his response. It will be a part of the board's responsibility that he's just been appointed to. Well, I think I think uh, right now, if you tell out tell our state right now, uh, we 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 have a lot of work being done on the highways wherever you go. You know, which is called uh, money being spent by uh, the Biden administration put in, you know, for infrastructure. You know, well, there, there, there there are some mandates in that money, and mm-hmm. and the federal government. Uh, understands uh, uh, the difference between the red states and the blue states, and they have put <laughs> some mandates in there that some of that money be spent in the metropolitan areas. Uh, mm-hmm. you're right now, you know, there's a war on uh, by the Trumpers against all metropolitan areas in, in throughout the country, because if you look, and I was counting them up the other day, there are about 20 different cities throughout the United States where the leadership is uh, people of color, and of course now that's that's something that's under attack. That's what the fight down at the border is all about. Uh, you know about allowing people of color to uh, come into to this country. Back mm-hmm. in the old days, and we remember, only Europeans could come to this country. So now that people of color is coming, it's become a problem. But it wasn't a problem before. Well, Larry, Larry, one one of the things, okay, that we always talk about on our program here, that uh, that, that that things have changed so much, okay, and it's not always for the good. That what that, that is, that's why I mentioned a minute ago, right before you came on the air, on if you heard about DEI, where where they want, uh, you know, uh, education wise, that you know, that, that people understand. The black history, we did a lot of good things. Like we talked about you, Larry, the stuff that you did in the treasury. That never had been done before. mentioned it. I, I do get around throughout the city and St. Mm-hmm. Louis County. And, uh, you know, during the week, I'm out for breakfast usually uh, two or three, four times a week, and I run into people, you know, who, uh, who recognize me and, and they bring it up, you know. and. Uh, and of course, I'm always uh, grateful and appreciative that they remember what we did. But when you go back to education, education is really the problem with this whole situation. Education yes. began to change in a downward spiral back in the 70s. Because, you know, mm-hmm. people talked about the economic system uh, here in this country being great. There's nothing wrong with the economic system in the country 
it's it's the people who run it, and that was where the change was needed was in the people who run the economic system. But somewhere along the way, people got off course and said, "Hey, we don't like the system. We want to get rid of the system, and we want to put our system in." Well. Uh, the word our system has never been clearly defined because it's never been vetted, it's never been proven to do anything, and it's always a work in progress. I think that going back to Bayard Ruskin, uh, Martin Luther King, and all of the people that were in his group, they had a different concept, and I kind of like their concept because they were saying, here, America, there's a great, there's a pie out here. There's a there's a pie out here that we want to be a part of, and we want mm-hmm. you to slice this pie up, and we want some of this pie. If you notice, after the 70s, 60s and 70s, people started, they stopped talking about sharing the pie. They started talking about throwing everything out and starting all over. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I, my analogy of that would be, if you're going to Chicago and you start out in your car, and you get up to Edwardsville and you turn around and come back and start, and then you get to Springfield and you come around and start, if you keep starting over, you're never going to get to Chicago. So somewhere along the way, when you start something, you got to figure a way to finish it. Amen. You know, let's just you know, broach that a little while here. 
what is the difference between a progressive and a regular person policy? I don't understand that. Could you kind of think for me? Well, let me, let me tell you what's causing the problem in the country today. You speak okay, about you. progressive politics, and then you speak about the conservatives. Now, there are two different types of conservatives. There are fiscal conservatives. Those are the people who, uh, who are very mindful of how your money is being spent. And they look at, uh, uh, you know, kind of the way that we looked at things. You know, you want to take the money, you want to spend it in the, in the best way that it benefits a lot of people. When you look over on the progressive side of the thing, the progressive side is more on the social side. And if you follow the progressive side, uh, the you know the conversation is mental health, uh, it's uh, health care, it's a whole bunch of other things, and so that's what basically sets them apart, and that's what the uh, upcoming presidential election is going to be all about. Is going to be about social spending versus versus uh, uh, conservative finances. Okay, well, Larry, uh, help me understand this, okay? I, I recall that, you know, when, you know when, when you and I was involved, you know, I know one of these I did, you know, was uh, uh, we built a cable system from, from the ground up and created a whole lot of jobs for a whole lot of people, okay? And and you created jobs, which you did. And in those jobs, they, they didn't create health care, they didn't create, you know, uh, uh, jobs, they didn't create health care for everybody, didn't it? Well, well, Ira, let me tell you, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the socialists are not wrong. They're not wrong. They're not wrong in what they're, what they're trying to do. But, you know, the difference between socialism, socialism is great. There's nothing wrong with it, and there's nothing wrong with conservatism. It's kind of like you've heard the old saying, uh, you've got to walk and chew gum at the same time. You've got to bring both of them along. You take look mm -hmm. at look at downtown St. Louis. Uh, downtown St. Louis was the was the engine that uh, was the economic engine for the city of St. Louis that derived and drove the incomes in this city. And so well, we and the a lot of the money state. that I was able to raise in the parking division, and we turned it into developing a lot of vacant buildings. You remember when downtown St. Louis had a whole bunch of vacant buildings with no windows in them. They called them pigeon hotels. <laughs> so they were converted into lofts and things like that. What they were hoping mm -hmm. to do was to bring people to live downtown. And they wanted people living downtown who had good jobs. Because in order to support a city, you need people with a good with a good job so that they have some disposable income. Disposable means mm -hmm. after you pay your bills, you got some money left over. The money right. you've got left over, you can go out to the restaurants, uh, you can go to shows, you can go to the lounge, you can go have a party. And that's a part of of what makes a great city. Unfortunately, when uh, things began to change downtown and crime began to to uh, increase downtown, a lot of those people who had good jobs, uh, who had disposable income, started to move out. And they left the buildings downtown empty. So the owners of those buildings were faced with paying the notes. So they turned them then into Section 8. And when they turned them into Section 8, I don't have to explain Section 8 to you or anybody else. You know the right. margin of disposable income is a lot less than the people that left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, matter of fact, and that, and that's, that is you know, a, a drastic change. And I also, you know, one of the things 
that, uh, that, 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 you know, we have a new police chief in St. Louis. And, you know, and, uh, and he came in, I, I can't see something of some relief, you know, in crime was, was, I didn't understand that the previous police chief in our history that never uh, did, they had to get an increase in a salary from, from a private organization. Can you help me understand that? Well, I, I, I understand it. I, I understand it. To me, there's uh, several ways to look at it. You can say, well, uh, you couldn't hire a good police chief unless you pay him a decent salary, you know, so how do you mm -hmm. get that salary? But that's not the first time that that's been done. A lot of people don't remember this, probably never knew about it. But back in the days when Vincent Shamo was the mayor, he had uh, the satanic boy, uh, Milton Satanic, was his uh, chief of staff, remember? Oh, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, right, right. Well, Milton Satanic was the general counsel for General American Insurance. Shane yes. wanted him to be his chief of staff, so he couldn't work for that salary. So they brought him to City Hall, paid him the salary that they normally paid the chief of staff, and then the balance of his salary was being paid from the airport. So, you, you know, the police chief is not unique in what he's doing or, what's, or the way he's being paid. Okay, but see, man, that's what I see. Unfortunately, nobody takes time to explain. I do remember about Milton, and I was with Milton, you know, and his brother along for many, many years. Okay, you know, you know, I was the guy that signed everybody's paycheck, so I know where the money came from. I know, I know, I know, and you know, and and all that time, okay. No money, no money came up missing no place, by the way. That's right. There was never any... Hey, Ira, the only thing that they have accused me of was uh, giving people jobs that was not supposed to show up, and I never knew who they were. They said, well, you got people working. They don't show up for work. I said, who are they? I don't know. No one has ever been told not to come to work. Well, Larry, I think one, one, one of the things, okay, you know, and as you know, I understand that I worked in the, before I, before I started working in the communications division, okay, I was involved in the Fort Worth organization and, you know, and ran many campaigns for a lot of my good friends. And, and in them days, we had a thing called the Patriotist System, you know, where, where you know, where, you mentioned early on, okay, about the, the city and the and city, St. Louis and the city and the county into one. And all the good county jobs came through the state, through the patient jobs, like the young, the treasurer, recorder, deeds, uh, license collector, all those are state, you know, state jobs, okay? But in St. Louis, okay, they pay from, from different budgets, am I right? Yes. But you, you know, uh, th there's, there's something that uh, I think we, we need to start taking a look at. Uh, sure. Right now, when you look at uh, people who look like me and you, we don't have a single leader in this country that can organize these people and get them yes. in one direction. And, you, and that means that um, there's no discipline. It's the same thing yes. with the Democratic Party. The reason the Democratic mm -hmm. Party is losing, uh, you know, well, they were fortunate two years ago. I'm not too sure they're going to be as lucky in 24. But the Democratic Party has, has gone downhill. There's not one Democrat in Jefferson City. And I can remember when Jefferson City was exclusively Democrat. You know, if you had three Republicans in Jefferson City, you were lucky. 
You're going to have two people, if they're running against each other, they're going to move on from the primary. You've got to have more than three people running in a primary for a primary to be meaningful in the city and in some other and in some other parts of the country. As a matter of fact, Alaska, the state of Alaska, just adopted this system. Yes, yes. You know that what it does. Okay, you mentioned that. Uh, it, you know, uh, you have a nonpartisan system. Uh, you know, it takes away you know, from the two-party system. Well, that's you know, I should I should clarify that Alaska didn't do away with the, with the uh, party label, but they did adopt the part where the two top candidates move on to the next step. Right, 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 right. And you know, and 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 there and and there is, uh, like you said, one of the few states that use that system. And you know, and, and I mean, why? That, that, from my knowledge, that's the only one that actually use that system. Well, Colorado, Colorado is working on it. I, I, I'm not too sure where they are. I think Colorado's trying to get it in place for the upcoming election. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you. Colorado's becoming a pretty. Uh, pretty progressive out there. I mean, you know, they have a lot of conservatives in the mountains, but they, uh, they're pretty, uh, uh, you know, pretty uh, progressive uh, around the metropolitan areas. And I see where the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear the uh, case in Colorado where the Supreme Court is keeping the Republican candidate off of the ballot. I, 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 uh, I, I, I expect uh, this U.S. Supreme Court is going to overturn that thing. They're going to say this guy is eligible to run. But if they say that this guy is eligible to run, in, in view of what he's done, man, that's that's really going to be a black eye on the country, man. Because you know this guy committed insurrection in his own words. So some people say, well, you can't keep him off because he's never been convicted. Hell, he convicted himself because he says yes. things publicly that the Constitution say you're not supposed to do. He admitted it. Well, Mayor, not only that, okay, you know, since he's been out of office, he's been fighting against our country. Now, lately, well, yeah, he's, 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 fighting, he's fighting against it because they're saying now that some of the stuff that he took down to Mar-a-Lago included some very sensitive information, uh, you know, about Russia and, and, and some other countries, yeah. you know, so. Yes. And by the way, you got these clowns up in uh, Washington up there chasing uh, President Biden's, uh, which is now Hunter Biden. They chasing Hunter Biden. It just came out yesterday that Donald Trump received seven point eight million dollars. His companies received seven point eight million dollars while he was in office. So why are you chasing Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden was not a government official. Yeah, no, that's right. I think he got it on an annual basis. Remember, right? Yeah, they're trying to say that Hunter gave some money to his daddy. Yeah, but I think normally that you and I got kids, okay? It's the other way around. We know we get human man to our kids. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying, Hunter Biden was a private citizen. Uh, mm -hmm. He was a private citizen acting as a consultant to another country. Mm -hmm. And so they're mm -hmm. investigating him. Here's Donald Trump, who's an elected president of the United States, sitting in the White House, and you got six different foreign countries that have been named that was paying his company $7 million. And normally a president would put all of his stuff in trust once he goes into office. You remember, he declined, Trump declined to put his stuff in trust. Well, not only that, Larry, 
well, not alone that, Larry, you know, we're looking at, at his son-in-law right now got $2 billion. I mean, you know, and that's, man, that's his daughter. That's his daughter's. Actually, his daughter got two two billion dollars. So, you know, from uh, I mean, and he had no experience in doing anything. Well, you know, his father was in jail for fraud. Yeah, and Tom gave him up, gave him on board, got him out of jail. That's right. That's right. I mean, so I, that's why I say, you know, you know, you know, as, as you look at, you know, uh, as, you, as, you, as you look at, you know, uh, here's a man. They had over 90 some uh, indictments. Now, if the first like me or you, okay, if we had one, if we had just had one indictment, okay, it'd be really rough to get rid of us. And, and you'd be on. Let, yes, me, let me tell you something. I met, I met this guy. I met Trump personally when he was trying to open up a casino in St. Louis. Back in the mm -hmm. days of Vince Shamel. Mm -hmm. If you remember, if you remember, we had the Admiral boat that was down on the river. Yes, very well. That was the first thing that was committed to a casino. Mm -hmm. When John Connolly, the guy who owned the river boats, mm -hmm. <clears throat> talked to Shamel and agreed to put up the money mm -hmm. to have the casino bill, whatever they called it at that time. <laughs> put on the ballot in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Shame made it. A lot of people don't know how the casinos got to St. Louis. Here's how the casinos got to St. Louis. Okay. John Connolly was running boats up and down the river from up in Minneapolis all the way down to New Orleans. Yeah, right, right. There were, there were a lot of states that John Connolly could go through and he could operate gaming on his boat as he passed through those states. Missouri okay. was one of the states where he couldn't do that. So he mm -hmm. went to Shamel and made a deal with Shamel. He said, why don't we change the law in Missouri to allow them to have casinos? And Vince Shamel never seen a deal that he couldn't agree to. So oh, Vince yeah, and also there in that time, we had to be on water at that time. That's, well, yes, I'm getting to that. So Shamel said, okay. Shamel said, I'll tell you what. He said, if you put up the money sponsor the uh, ballot initiative and if we win you can have the admiral that's how mm -hmm. Conley came in to operate the admiral so once mm -hmm. that was underway Trump tried to move in and open up in LeClee's Landing so he had invited us to come up so that was a group of us went up there Brian Wabi was in the group with me we went to Atlantic City stayed all night and that was the first time I met this guy and I want to say something here, people don't believe. He talks a radical bunch of crap to all these people out here the, with these dog whistles. He's about mm -hmm. as radical as me and you. What he's doing, he's playing them chumps out there, man. He's he's just draining them for money. They just giving him money, hand over fist, and he's laughing yeah. all the way to the bank. Yes, he is. He's a gun man. <laughs> no, 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 there's no doubt about that. I've said several times to several people, and I've said to some of the people that I know that really like this guy. I said, you know who's going to do this guy in one of these days? And people said, who? 
I said, it's going to be one of them people that he fleeced out of their money. I said, hey, it ain't going to be nobody of color. It's going to be one of his own people going to wake up one oh, day yeah. and say, man, this guy had been skimming us. You know, that's a whole lot of people saying it wasn't written on there. Let me ask you way at the time here. How did football come to San Jose tell them about that situation that, that, that we still fight about? How did who? Football end up in St. Louis. The football? Yes, the football stadium downtown. You mean when the Rams came here, uh, when Bosley was yeah. administration? Yes, yes, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a kind of a, that's a kind of a, that's a kind of a funny thing, man. Shame on had the idea that if we had football in St. Louis, it would be a drawing card for people. Mm-hmm. You remember a guy named Jerry Clinton that had an Anheuser Busch beer yes, distributor? Yes, I do. very well. I know. I know very well. I know very. I know okay. very well. One of the Arthwines, which uh, was a brother-in-law to Anna, to Gussie Bush. Mm-hmm. He had McManus advertising agency in St. Louis. He With had the North and the New England Patriots. So mm-hmm. Jerry Clinton went to him and got a $10 option. Now, you know, anytime you go get a $10 option, that's got to be the biggest joke in town. So they were walking around <laughs> with a $10 option that they were going to get the New England Patriots at that time. And we're going back to, this, to, the, to the 80s, you know, 70s, 80s. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, was, I was there. The I was there. The town. So it kind of took off from that. Jerry Clinton, Kim Tucci, Vince Shamel, and they pulled in a whole bunch of other people. So then they realized that they weren't going to get the uh, uh, the Patriots. So then mm-hmm. they looked at the Rams and the guy and Rosenblum, the guy who had owned the, owned the Rams, had drowned. Remember, he went swimming and drowned. So he was married to Georgia Frontier. That was his mm-hmm. wife. She's originally a St. Louis girl. So then mm-hmm. Tom Eagleton and some of them made contact with her, and the deal started right. That's the way the deal started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, then they got, and then they got a hell of a deal on, on the rent on the stadium at that time also. Oh, yeah, they had, they had, they had a deal, but I, they didn't leave here. When did the Rams leave here? 2014 or something like that. Yeah, 14, 14, 14, 14, I knew in 2010 that they were going to leave town. And the mayor didn't even know it, and I'll tell you why. It's, it's amazing. I knew someone who worked for the Rams a person of color, and uh, this ah, person was very no. close to him. He was not in the uh, management circles or anything, but he just somebody that hung around, and, you know, you can listen over your conversation. So mm-hmm. I was with him one day over to the racetrack. He said to me, he said, you know, the Rams are going to be out of St. Louis by 2010. I said, really? He said, oh, yeah. He said, they're making, making uh, uh, moves to get out of town now. But they didn't mm-hmm. get out in 2010. They didn't get out till what 2014. But I knew in 2010 they were leaving. And let me let me tell you what's happening with the sports event uh, things right now. Mm-hmm. The reason that these uh, franchises in in basketball, in football, and in, and, and in hockey and everything else, what they're doing these these stadiums now are they are becoming TV stations. You see, if you remember the old Rams Stadium, when you went into that ballpark, they had a few televisions around hanging down on iron pipes that you could watch, right? Today, you see these uh, LED boards, 60 feet by 20 feet LED boards 
all around the ballpark. That's a, uh-huh. that's a TV studio. So now the baseball people come in and they take the tickets through the, through the gate. But they also have an advertising group that go out and sell advertising on those uh, LED boards. That's why you see so much advertising. And, and that's where the money is at. And that's why everybody throughout the country now wants a new stadium. They and want also, and also, a television station. You know, also, man, we, we uh, and I know you know about this, also right now, obviously, which is uh, on a lot of the rights, broadcasting rights to those stadiums that you're talking about, is in process and going bankrupt. Well, they, they do that right. You're right. Because a lot of times on, the, you know, they're, they're selling special programs. You know, you don't, you don't have to watch, you don't have to watch a regular TV. If you want to see all the games, you know, you can go and pay so much per month and, you know, hey, you can get a, a special app and tune in on it and watch it on your, watch it on your TV. You know, so they're making money hand over fist. They're making money from the hot dogs and the beer and all the, Condiments and everything that they're selling. I'm, I'm sorry, all the foods and drinks they're selling in the in the stadium. They're making money. They're making money from the TV revenue on those LED board. They're making money at uh, they're making money at uh, uh, the the gate thing when they come through. Look at the Cardinals. The Cardinals built Ballpark Village. I can tell you when the Cardinals when the Anheuser Busch was selling the Cardinals, I was in on that deal. When Anheuser Busch was selling the Cardinals, uh, Drew Bowers, who, who was the head of Southwest Bank, Drew was a part of a team with the DWIP people who are here now, and they were going to buy them. And the sale, uh, the the sale of the uh, Cardinals was 150 million dollars. So that's how they raised the money. So they come to me and they said, "Would you like to buy?" the uh, stadiums, you know, all those ballpark stadiums around it. They offered that to me for sale. So I looked at mm-hmm. it, and I turned around, I, I, I made an offer of $40 million. Mm-hmm. So they said, no, that's too little. We can't do that. He mm-hmm. said, we got to get more than that. So they turned around, and they found a parking operation down in Tennessee that gave mm-hmm. them $80 million for it, $80 million. They did another shenanigan. Actually, when it came down to push, come to show, the DeWitts, the, the corporation, not the people, but the corporation that bought the Cardinals, which which is the Cardinals today, they only uh-huh. paid $60 million. Uh-huh. Today, the Cardinals are worth about $7 billion. And also, man, before we get, we go get a chuck on here, also those garages in there was a major part of the deal. The parking garage. Yep. Well, anyway, they, I, I couldn't see more than offering more than $40 million for them because I could have sold bonds and bought them for $40 million. They, you know, the underwriters would have approved that bond. I, they, they, I had to sign, the reason I know this, I had to sign a confidentiality, a confidentiality agreement because they let me have the books. I kept them over the weekend. I hired an investment firm to come in and go over those books. The investment firm recommended to me that I could offer as much as 40, but not more than 40. So when I went back and turned the books in, I think it was on a Monday or Tuesday, they kind of laughed at me when I said 40. They said, we got to get more than that. Well, man, right now we've been joined by our illustrious leader of the National Chamber of Commerce, Mr. Chuck D. Bowe, which will meet sometime in the near future, Chuck. 
how you doing? Happy New Year to you, buddy. I'm about also Chuck. Happy belated birthday to you also. Okay, Happy man, New we're Year. Get together before then, so I'm gonna jump off. It's been a, it's been a pleasure being with you. We'll have to get together one morning and break some bread, and you can bring along anybody you care. It's on me. Well, man, we can do that all the time. Yes, sir. I look forward to it. All right, man. It's been good. It's good being being with you. Thank you. Happy New Year, and uh, it's great to uh, to be back. To be back Happy with New the Year. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, let me tell you, today is January 6th, and it's already off to a hell of a start. So <laughs> we can only imagine what we are uh, anticipating and engaging uh, in this new year. So, man, thank God and bless that everybody made it through. Uh, and to those that did, you know, we, we remember them. And, man, God rest their soul. I had a few friends that passed during the holiday. And uh, it's, it's, a time, it's a time to, you know, look at that chair and say, what are we going to do? You know, and, 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 and tomorrow is not promised. Amen. No. Yes, sir. Amen. No, no it's not. No, it's not, sir. But anyway, it's so nasty happy to have the team back together. You know, I've missed our, our Saturdays, you know, when we just get together, you know, and just relax. And, you know, and just talk about, you know, what's going on in life, you know, and, and there's so much thing going on, Chuck. It's just amazing. Boy, that's an understatement. And and you know, I I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to the the one thing that we can count on most of all, and that is the Bible. I'm telling you, you know, and because it, it's all coming, yes, full circle. Yes, all this stuff, all this stuff that's been going on with. I mean, you name it, man, whether it's politics or society or, or, or whatever's going on, it's just like bombs are dropping of, of uh, revelation every day. <laughs> Amen. I, 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 yeah, so, Ira, you got you, you can pick what topic, when and where and how, because they all, they all kind of uh, default back to the same, same core principles and same core disposition on, on everything business uh religion yes. society yes. economy yes. politics yes. Uh, yes. war you know yes and it ain't, you know is it really war women 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 earthquakes meet or can you go without me oh man yeah you, you know it, earthquakes tsunamis i mean but you know they're all relative you know mm -hmm. or, or there's global warming or uh, yes. Uh, what's going on with the atmosphere, and you know what, what's going on with the food? Anyway, I, I, I sound like no, that's like old Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Yes, uh, fish full of mercury. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we we needed that, Jeff. I, 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 I they took they watch they they waxing worse and worse, but God is still on the throne. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. And, and 
you know, boy, we go, we go right into that now because I haven't been, I, I wasn't a student of the Antichrist or understanding it, but the, but <laughs> someone appearing and coming before us as if they're Christ is actually the Antichrist. Uh, you know, that's that's what was 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 really what we're really learning is that all this good, all this we're gonna take care of you. Come on in out cold. Come in and find oh, yes. So we got to get in this house and become part yeah, we got don't even worry about you go to sleep. Just let us take care of everything. And boy, what is happening? You wake up and you find out they didn't care about you, me, or anybody else. They just care about themselves and their gender. Anyway, we can we can really get going here. Come on, let's go, Chuck. That's what we do here. That's what we do out there. We well, make okay. it. So let's just go with with the average guy and what's going on. And and I'm talking about the average man, what everybody can relate to. You know, uh, a lot of us we just follow media and see where our world's cross-sector with that. And when you're looking at this guy, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp, and what happened with his little Shay Shay uh, Club thing, which is interesting, but we're watching him because he's finding a way to a niche to survive without the society, without the industry telling they didn't want him working anymore with Skip on, uh, uh, whatever their show, pardon the interruption, what not, uh, whatever the name of that show was, he was doing Fox. And uh, Stephen A said he didn't like it the way it was. Come on over here. I'll at least put you on my show so people know that somebody still loves you, somebody wants you, that one guy over here can't try to narrate or dictate your, your, your thing. So one of the things he did is the podcast, which we all like, oh, okay. So he gives... Right. He gives a microphone, he gives a voice to Cat Williams. Cat Williams mm-hmm. comes out, uh, first interview of the year, and boy, he just goes down the line telling his truth, testifying, giving his witness, and for all that Hollywood stuff, and about how they were trying to make him put on a dress, and how they were trying to do the casting couch thing, and a homosexual kind of approach to him. And all this stuff came out. But don't you know that little podcast, man? They were they, you know, they were like, we doing good. We get a million. It's a, just over fifty million people are tuning into that thing, and all these other uh, offshoot things are coming out of it. Now, one of the things mm-hmm. he says, and he says, there's not all these different lines or whatever. He said there is either God's side of it or the other side of it. Amen. All these other Amen. things, all these other things that are out here trying to tell you uh, about what's going on. So, so directly right now. So, take a company, and I, I'm dropping name, real name out here. Take a company like Disney. Disney, here they are. Ooh. Supposedly, all this family, uh, uh, family entertainment, this, that, and the other, and they one of the mm-hmm. main ones out here trying to put people on dresses, trying to make, write it in the script. Where if you want to be in this movie, you gotta kiss a man, or you gotta put on a dress, you gotta do that. Oh, and you gotta go oh, over oh. here and look at this thing about what's going on with Disney World and what mm-hmm. Disney was doing in the state of Florida about affecting what was going to be taught in the schools and how mm-hmm. they're trying to eradicate our history so that mm-hmm. we don't have any bases or any facts or anything to go on. And then at the same time, oh. You are actually the ones that are trying to be one of the main influencers on changing our opinion of society that we've always had of mankind about, you know, mm-hmm. these, these principles, these morals, these other things. 
and what's really happening behind the scenes. So then you get into it, you get into the economy of it. Then you get into the politics of it. Go down the line. Go down the line. You've got uh, uh, the Biden administration, man. I don't know if you notice anything, but they're like up to 60% of dissatisfaction. You know, and black voters are saying, we're, we're done with you. What's, it, what's, it, what's going on there? Somebody's got to get a mute your phone out and stop making all that background noise. What's that? What's that? Man, we got it taken care of. There was. Hold on one second. There was Karen. There we go. She's finished. Now go ahead. So let's just go around. So let's talk about black business. But what's happened? What happened this past week? It was a lynching on the president of Harvard. Oh, my God, I was waiting, 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 I was Right now, and if you don't know it, you better say it. And we said it right here. They are attacking black women. Thank you so much. It's, a, it's an open assault right now so on, on black, black, women, black, on black women, women. Because they're the fastest, most rapid, uh, uh, economic, growing, entrepreneurial development in society. Amen. So what? Get rid of DEI. If DEI this, DEI that. And so, you know, we're like, oh, okay. So it was all these black women, supposedly, that had these DEI jobs that were designed to get this money into the minority hands. Mm-hmm. You know, but on the other hand, us black business guys that are sitting back here and saying, well, we wasn't really getting much of that anyway. You know, we're kind of mm-hmm. going back to, uh, was segregation all bad? Or good and wanting, you know, and you really start getting back into this. We, it's, it's, it's full circle. Uh, Booker T. Washington and W.B. Du Bois debated this. Do you want to be integrated into society? Do you want to be part of that? Or do you need to have your own? Mm. And have your own thing under control and, and owned by you and ruled by you and in your, own, in your own fence, your own backyard, own your life. Mm-hmm. You know, or what you're doing and how you're doing or where you're going with it. So mm-hmm. this is what we're facing right now. It's reality, and we all need to take inventory. Just, all right, so go down the line on this, uh, it, whether it's entertainment or whether it's business or whether it's education mm-hmm. or whether it's religion. So all I, know, I, know, I know y'all heard it. I know y'all heard Me. it. Y'all any reaction? No, no. No, 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 no,
And I ain't trying to, uh, I, I ain't judging nobody like that or not. But when it happens in the sense that somebody's saying, well, bro, you were at the party now. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I, you know, the other medicine people say, well, what are you doing at the party anyway? You could be over there uh, 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 preaching the gospel or, or redeeming souls or however, whatever you want to spend it. But all the rest of this stuff is like, you know, you son, you got to come out here and you got to uh, be held accountable. Ball mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. And whether or not is it the Antichrist? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to preach the gospel? Of course yeah. they're in there. That's how they get you. That's how they yeah. got us all. They come they not, it's in the water you drink. It's in, so it's in the air you breathe. So it ain't nothing new. It's been around no, for a long time. You got to purify your soul. You got to purify who you are. And I ain't yes. talking nothing extreme. I'm just talking about you know good and damn well if something's right or if it's wrong. Amen. You ain't got to mm -hmm. say because of somebody yep. else did it, or they doing it, mm -hmm. or it's acceptable now. Have you noticed how mm -hmm. much uh, cursing now? You've got presidential candidates and stuff cursing and using language. It, it, it's it's yes, a societal uh, change, you know? So yeah. you ain't got to be like that. Be who you want to uh, be. Who you, you know, if, if you want to just, if you don't know nothing else, what'd your mama tell you? <laughs> you know, and it depends on what era or whatever, because some moms like we're saying, no, it ain't no big thing. Do you, do you, be you. And the other thing is, if you're in marketing, if you're in business, what other people think, it matters. And you don't have to prostitute yourself. You don't have to compromise your own standards in order to mm -hmm. do it. As a matter of fact, we're going the opposite way. We're going back to the people where we know that their powder's dry. <laughs> they need to fire a bullet. They can fire a bullet. That 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 there is some purity in the house. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I can go out there when I need the impurities. But is there some place I can go for shelter? Can I get my? Can I bring my children in here and my family and I and I get you know a, 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 about three or four good hours sleep that I don't have to worry about it because all the rest of the time I'm on guard. I'm standing by the door, looking out the window. What's coming to get me today? Or attackers or challengers? Where are we going? What are we doing? So all this is the mission of this is this is the reality. It's coming to light. Everything's coming out, man. You know, we're getting yeah. under attack. And if nothing else, so what do you do? If if we don't know nothing else, we just gonna huddle up. We're gonna find the like mindedness. We're gonna support each other and go with our business. And yeah, there's some economic uh, 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 trade winds coming. Things are going. But things are moving mm -hmm. in such a way. They're not showing us on the news, man. I had some people from Europe send me some, <laughs> some videos of what they're protesting in Germany, of all places. Man, they got riots. They got stuff going on. ain't even on the news. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. What, hap what happened to the Ukraine war? The past couple of weeks, they, that ain't even on the news no more. Well, you know, see, that's a whole other thing that's coming to light here. So who's behind this entertainment industry thing we're talking about? Who's behind all this media stuff we're talking about? Who's behind this whole thing with with uh, uh, the president of, of Harvard? That's one guy. It's one guy, man, that's out here Whoa. filing all these 
And it just so happens he's Jewish. Mm -hmm. You know, and all this money going over here for this war. Man, let me ask you something. Can I get $9,000 if I go down there to the border and go across and come back and get this pay I do well? Oh, I haven't come on work. I don't have mm -hmm. nothing. Oh, sir, go on right over here. We got you. can get you $9,000. And we're talking about giving you some health care. And... Call up in that hotel, get on this bus here, go to the hotel, you can get you some room service. Like, what mm -hmm. in the world is going on? What mm -hmm. was going on here? You know, in Chicago, they're like saying, right now, yeah. Donald Trump, can you help us? I mean, you know, it, Michael Jackson, about, Annie, are you okay? Man, we can we call somewhere. We got a number anywhere, any kind of thing. We need relief. Our kids are in trouble. The schools are in trouble. We're overrun. They, they, they have, there's a story in the New York Times, I think it is, of a guy in San Diego or somewhere that wrote an article about how he's making $8,000 a month just going back and forth across the board. You don't have to have, you don't even got to have any paperwork. I don't even think they take a fingerprint or DNA. You can come back and get you at least $2,200 just upon a pass go. Mm -hmm. Man, what are they doing? Where are we going? Where's the money going? And then, you know, well, damn, if we got to fight to just keep our business open mm -hmm. or to get a loan or to get, I mean, to do something legitimately, it, it, it's, uh, it's that crazy, sure. but it's, I think it's all about the blow up. I mean, it's coming to the light, put it like that. Amen. Let, let, me, let, let me let somebody else have an opinion here, too. It's only January 6th, and, and yeah. my three parties have been holidays and weekends. Yeah. Keep on going, Chuck. I said, before we Chuck, I said, we already got uh, uh, six, not one, seven mass shootings already. And we just, and we just, and we only had 39 all of last year. And we already got seven already. And like you said, it's just January. It's just warm enough. It's just warm. Man, whoever thought in this country, and, 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 and let me just say, write this down, that they're going to say that a, a guy can't. First of all, on one hand, they're saying, Biden, we don't even need to have an election. We're just going to put him on the ballot. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody opposing him. Nobody, we, why even have an election? Just put him on the ballot. Like, what? Not even have an election. And then on the other hand, Trump, no, you can't get on the ballot. Wait a minute, what? We're not having elections anymore? That's what no. they're trying to do? And say that it, 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 they're trying to pass a law that said you can't even have a voice to complain unless you're a member of Congress. Hate to say this, gentlemen, but we got five minutes. Yeah, we had a good time here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know. Let me come in here and talk. But anyway, I'm just getting real and talking real. We could go specific, but the whole key is what does it mean? And what it means is that we're going to communicate. We're going to talk. Everybody got uh, an opinion or something they want to offer and say, well, you're welcome to it. Ain't nobody getting silence. That's what we're doing in the Alliance, for Black Business Alliance. And it will include anybody and everybody. But bring, bring, you know, cash, cash your buckets down where you stand. 
Which we created last year, okay? In Washington, D.C., back in September. Am I right, Chuck? Yes, sir. It is growing and expanding, and uh, we've, we've decided that the best thing to do right now is to just circle the wagons among ourselves and just do what we can do for each other. We're still going to advocate. We're still going to talk about how they say one thing about how great uh, minority business is doing. But, in, you know, they, they change the really, they change the label. They don't change. Yeah, change. Well, it's not black business. No, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know right here. Okay, uh, we got a member. Okay, uh, that we that, we, that I guess got certified with the IBW, and and he's the only black company. Okay, right now that that can get broadband money as as a minority now. Because the laws have been changed that, that the female, the white female, does not qualify like they did before for those dollars. And so this one coming and joined the union thinking they were qualified, okay, said, no, 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 no. That ain't working no more. So they, so right now, things are going back to where they go back to where the blacks will have a seat at the table and we're going to be there with them, doing, taking our spot where we need to be at. Amen. <laughs> no, we, we don't play the game long enough. But we, now we understand the rules and the game and how it's played. Well, and, and we ain't that's no that's part that's part of what's going on here now too. You know, I know. Uh, 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 white women were considered minorities. I know. And, you know, and women and now they're changing. They're changing. They're changing. They change it as a change. They change it. They change it. It's not just a change. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. It change. Wiping the slate. Yeah. They, just, they just came down and like yeah. the table cloth and yanked it off. Everything on the table is gone. Yeah. 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 This is this is welcome to welcome to twenty twenty two twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever you need to do, okay, listen to this show when I send it to you, okay? Uh, because it's all been on those same lines. I've been sending things up we knock out the ballpark, okay? You know, because right now, you know, we ain't playing no more. And we don't play that game, you know. They got we don't play that game, we don't want to play that game no more. Yeah, and, 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 and so what do they do? What do they do? I believe this thought here because this way so what do they do when everything starts getting too much out of hand and we're paying attention too much to the things they don't want us to pay attention to and this is going on over here that's going on over there so ain't nothing ain't nothing but like a perfect time for a good pandemic to come up and boy that's starting to creep into the news it was a new strain of covid and they pop it up and uh um, and get his vaccine and all JN1 is the name of JN1. And, and, and they're like saying, uh, yeah, appreciate that, but we ain't going, we ain't falling for that. Amen. And, and these people are masked up and going right on about their way. You know, if so, try it. Try it. Try that again. You know, you know, fool me once, shame on, on what is it? Shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Not to Amen. Not to <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm just saying. Anyway, you know, get on your toes. Stay alert. Stay alert. Pay attention. Well, we, 